Yeah. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Out there listening right now, wherever you are. I don't know wherever you are listening to this. What's what 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 does it look like out there in your world? My name is Rufus R.L. Sims, and you are listening to I think this is episode nine of the Spot Wrinkle Blemish Podcast. Um, hopefully this isn't your first episode. If you are, if this is your first episode because you just like our guests so much, you probably want to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes just to get a real feel for what it's like on this show to get a, a, a real context of things um, with things. So, um, but again, like I said, my name is Rufus. I'm your host uh, of this here podcast and I created it with um, the thought in mind of being able to hear people's testimonies, good, bad, or ugly, um, with how it relates to the church and, um, you know, some of the experiences that, that people have dealt with. I know I have dealt with a lot, uh, with the church, good and bad. Um, but I'm still here. I'm still kicking. I'm still doing this thing with God. Um, and so what I realized throughout the years is that I've met and, or I come across a lot of cool people with unique testimonies and today is no different. The person that I am going to introduce to you guys who's going to join our show today, she is a mother. She is a graduate with multiple degrees from Wayne State. Um, she is an educator um, right now. And I was able to experience just a little bit of her testimony. You know how sometimes you can meet people and you could just kind of tell, man, God got something good on the inside of you. I even saved her as powerhouse in all my contact stuff. Once I met her, I just want to introduce to you guys, uh, Miss Danielle. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm feeling feeling great. I appreciate you for joining on this here uh, podcast journey with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. I'm excited, yeah. but I'm nervous, yeah. but I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> nervous, but excited. One thing, yeah. if, for those who, who do know... Danny, I might go back and forth, Danielle, Danny, on this phone call. She keeps a lot of excitement. Like, I've seen her, like, host events. I've seen her, like, with, like, youth, um, just kind of talking to some of the, the younger generation. So I think she brings a lot of great energy. Um, she could probably host her own podcast or her own show if she so chose to. <laughs> hint, hint. I'm not, you know, hey, sometimes you just throw <laughs> hints, and they got to just do with it whatever God tell them to do with it. <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing a podcast or a show or anything um, related like that? My friends have like brought it up to me because I'm funny sometimes. So they'll be <laughs> like, you should do a podcast. You should be on like, I don't know. When the camera come on, I'll be like, um, what did the chicken say to the robot? And it's oh, not really? funny anymore. <laughs> but it's like, if I could just like keep that same energy that I have when I'm just like, we on the phone and it's just like, Right. I'm like I'm I'm conversational funny. Like okay. I could tell you a story and it'd be like in reality it's sad. Like it's not that funny, but it's it's funny because I'm telling it. So if you that know what's sense. going on with the com- yeah, I get you. You in the moment, <laughs> you in the moment funny. You in the moment funny, you feel. I got I'm, I'm out the moment funny too. Like cuz it don't have to be that moment to be funny. I it's like if I could if I could just talk about it and be comfortable, <laughs> I'll be fine. That's All right. So I, I have a question. If you were to do, if you were to do your own podcast, what would it be about? Like, what would you, what would your topics be about? Would it be about relationships? Would it be about 
um, being an educator, being a black woman, what, what, what would what would it be about if you if you if you knew, like for example, the, the the old saying is, if you knew you wouldn't fail, what would you do? Like I'm if laughing. you knew it was gonna be a success, what would you do? I'm laughing because it could it wouldn't be about no relationships. One, it's too many people talking about that, and then two, like what successful relationship <laughs> 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 do I have? <laughs> like if it's about like friendships or like different certain things that like, I've overcame, then it's like, yeah, I think really it would be, I feel like it would just be stories. Okay. Like encouraging people, um, really just sharing what God got on my heart. It would be random topics. I don't think I would be, I feel like I've talked about political stuff enough um in my livelihood i was also part of a black power organization uh, <laughs> and oh, wow. like so it's it's just like different things that i feel like some stuff has already been shared what hasn't yeah. always been shared is like what god is telling us and like Ooh. and how he wants us to say it so it's like i think if i did start it it would just really be on some all right <laughs> and not necessarily how people be like I got a word today. It would just be more so like, okay, well, this is what I feel led to. And yeah. I can tell all the signs and different things. But I would also want to hear other people too. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like believers are on this lonely island, even though we're not supposed to, right? We like mm. we the Christ. But I just, I think that's what it would be about for me. And Hold I on, stay there. Stay there for a second. You said you feel like believers are on a lonely island. What you mean by that? They are. I feel we, like we are. Is it a we are or is it a day? I I feel like we are. Like, okay. For example, when people talk about prayer, like they don't want everybody praying over them, which you shouldn't, right? You should use discernment. Everybody not coming from Christ. Everybody not praying in the name of Jesus. Everybody. You, you know what I'm saying? So I understand yeah. it. I feel like sometimes it's like if you offer like, oh, can I pray for you? It'd be like, uh, I guess. Yeah. And then everybody just kind of go in their own like prayer corners or they might be whispering. It's like, when do we get bold enough to like, I'll stretch our hand and be like, no, nah, like, let's pray. Let's for real. Let's be bold. Like, let's let's talk about it. Um, that's a great point. So you think, so, do you think that's because people don't want people in their business? think it's a mixture i feel like people have been uh, abused spiritually i feel like people have been um i think they just been through too much and like there's mm. a lot of mistrust with the church people who represent the church and all this other stuff because it's like i just saw you twerking on the internet like i don't know like can you pray for me i don't know do you know jesus i don't know so it's, i feel like we all in this space of like never mind i'll do it but that's that's not what Jesus wants for us. Like, that's not what God is. Like, he didn't die on the cross so that we could just be Christians in a corner, like, yeah. on our own soup. Like, and it doesn't mean that you're going to, because I made this point with my youth group, too. Like, you going to have your three. Like, you going to have your Peter, John, James. Like, you going yeah. to have them. Um that you gonna want that you're gonna want to be close with and that you tell your closest things to. Pastors mm -hmm. talked about that too regarding friendships. But um yeah, like I, I just think that 
we kind of be in a space where it's like, you do your own thing and I do my own thing, and mm-hmm. somewhere somehow it'll meet. I don't know. That's, no, <laughs> I mean the fact that you said it, you just verbalized a real, <laughs> a real, a real thing. Unfortunately, because we do. I feel I, I would agree with you on that that we kind of do live in our own little bubbles and oh no I'm just I'm yet holding on I'm gonna work it out don't nope don't worry about it don't worry about it. just pray for me you I think right. I even heard uh, I oh think, this everybody look this everybody favorite one all is well all is well <laughs> <laughs> they tell you all is well it's one of two things all is either well or all is not well and it's none of your business okay. <laughs> It's most likely the latter thing. All is right. well. I'm, I'm, I got, God ain't through yet. You know, I think we've gotten so, so church that we know how to put up a block, put up a little shield to either make it look like we together or to get you to change your mind and to thinking about something else. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe we think people don't really care. For everybody out there listening, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that we um, are in a, on a little island of our own too often? Um, even when we go to church, do we even go to church kind of in a in a little island or a little bubble, like a little, you know, hey, I'm here to smile, here to hug, but don't ask me too much about me. All right, <laughs> don't 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 do that. Now, and I and I and I'm guilty of it because I, I sometimes get into the groove, especially when I'm serving. That I'm just so focused on doing what God tells me to do and 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 being a blessing at the church that I forget that I need people, that people actually can feed me and feed into me and speak into me and be a blessing to me. I get I get so into the the routine of trying to be a blessing that I forget that I need to be filled up as well. So I yes. think sometimes it's the latter too. Like I think that um People, I had a conversation with a coworker, and um, we went to an event. Like, I guess you would call it like a women's power empowerment event, and um, that was a whole thing too. But mm-hmm. there, there was a woman who you could tell she was an intercessor more than anything. Um, she was an intercessor, and you could tell that she really talked to God based on the just the conviction, the boldness, the the strength in her voice. Like she. Mm-hmm. The way she spoke. Um, and I was talking to her recently. She was just like, if I could get that experience every time I go to church. And I had to tell her, like, we're all equipped with the Holy Spirit. No one is greater than the other. The yeah. reason I speak like that, that she can tell you about yourself, is because she talks to God on a daily basis. Like, majority of the time, she, you could tell she spent having conversation with Christ. So it's like you have that same power too. We're always, I feel like we be in this space waiting for somebody to be, oh, that was a good word. It's good if it's a good word, but it's also good that you allow God to pour a good word in you too, because yeah. you don't know telling you to say something to somebody else. So I think sometimes we really get filled up with the latter. I think people who like serve you, myself, like and others who are in the church and like are heavily involved then that's when they start to feel like, oh, okay, and I got to go and I got to get it. Take yeah. in that person that maybe they were supposed to speak to and they ignored. Like, they're not even putting connections together. Mm. And I'm guilty of it, too. Um, we had a student today whose cousin passed. And that was just, that was, that was a lot. But I had some cards in the house and I'm like, okay, Danielle, we running behind, but just don't forget that card. Like, <laughs> be ashy. <laughs> 
<laughs> be ashy. Forget to put the lotion on, but don't forget that carb. You had to make a choice. Um, and you know, I had everybody in the team like you know sign the card or whatever. But I'm, I'm really just thinking about him because I'm like, this can change the trajectory of his whole life. Mm. And if we not careful with like pouring into him and cultivating him, like it could drastically change it in a way that is like. You know what I'm saying? Just going down a certain path that you don't really want to see no young kid. And I feel like we can be proactive as as we can. Like, at the end of the day, that's still God's child. And I was telling my kids this, too, like my students, because they, they're older. So I'm not going to call them kids. But yeah. I was telling my students, too, like, um, we can't get caught up in everybody else's salvation. We have to know that that's God's child before anybody else's. And if he care about us. Like, imagine how much you care about this one. Like, so it's not, we still have to do our part. That that don't mean, like, omit or neglect. That just means, like, you can't be on some, okay, be saved or be all right. Like, no, yeah. he not okay right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this person not okay or they not feeling good or whatever it is. They, we still have to allow God to be God. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, No, I got you. You, you all, you, you, you into some points. Um, I know, like I, I mean, said, I would love to hear mind, this from your own podcast. Scatterbrain, so it's like it's gonna go a thousand places. So just just keep me on track. Just be it's like, all, yeah. it's all good. So <laughs> the color we started with the color <laughs> Yeah. So she started off with the heat already. Um, I would love to get into in in just a moment. I want to get into like your personal testimony and what brought you to where you are right now. And so I, I preface that with whatever you want to share. Obviously, you know, you don't have to go too deep if you don't want to go too deep or you can be all the way real. Um, but before we get to like your story, I would love to give some context and some background. So let's let's just play a quick little game called Church Resume. Um, okay. So we, so the folks out there listening can know like what, what what's your history in far as this church. So, OK, so let's start. So how long have you been a Christian? Uh, I was seven. Also, yeah, it's just because, like, I would go to church with my sister, but you know that doesn't make you saved, right? When we right. get to the meet and greet of it, is when did you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart? So I was seven. Seven years old. All right. Mm -hmm. What was your? What, what's one of your favorite gospel songs? Either now or growing up, whatever. Ooh, um, or gospel artist if it's too hard. I was about to say Fred Hammond is kind of like my guy. Don't uh, play with me. Don't play with me. I really want my destiny. That's Ooh. that's my song by him. I love Commission. I love Take Six. Ooh. So every songs by Commission is uh Breaking Away. Cause you like that. You like Breaking Away better than Running Back to You. Is that what you're gonna tell me? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that. Because hey, breaking away gives me everything that I want, like nostalgia wise, it the way that the song is. And if y'all get a chance, listen, y'all gonna be like, that's something my auntie would listen to. I am, I'm auntie <laughs> eight. I'm, I'm in age of auntie, okay? I'm 31. Like I'm, I'm auntie status, baby. I'm, I'm in here, okay? <laughs> the breaking away because I feel like I'm very big on like stuff with the mind. So anything that kind of like tackles or talks about that, like. Or you can really break your shackles type yeah. stuff. I that's my song. And then um there's a current song that I like that's called um it's by Devin Morrison. It's called Fairy Tale. And so that's more Fairy of a 
Yeah. When you get a chance, listen to it. It's a type of song that I like stories too. So it goes about like, hey, um, the, it starts off like, you got it. I'm not as woke as you are, regardless. Mm-hmm. So like the song is like, it's it's basically saying like, I noticed you got these tarot cards, you got these crystals, but <laughs> you still feel with anxiety. But so I want to tell you about a friend that I know. And Ooh. it's real, it's real 90s, like Devin Morrison, the same guy that did Yam. So if you like, you know, yeah. him, he did this song. And um, I was like, wow, he's a believer too. Uh, But yeah, fairy tale is like, that's my okay. jam. All right. That sounds good. I'm going to have to check that one out. Okay. If we were to have a church potluck, what dish would you bring? <sighs> the silverware. <laughs> no, don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. I need to know what you can do in the kitchen. <laughs> Did I say it loud enough for the people in the back? See? <laughs> the the Tupperware. Okay, that's what that, I'm It's ready. already provided. That's already provided. Hey. We, we What we need is some substance. Hey, maybe the canned cranberry sauce. Like that. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe you just the, it over and pop it? It's the good kind. I'm going to get Ocean Spray. I'm going to oh, make sure it's goodness. the fish. No, oh, let me stop goodness. I cook for real, for real. I cook. My arm fat matches my my cooking now. <laughs> oh my goodness! What did she just say? <laughs> my arm fat matches my cooking now. Okay. All right. Well. Always. I just well back then I didn't have an arm fat and I didn't. It it's okay. Just know like I can make like the smothered chicken, min- mm. but I haven't done a Thanksgiving dinner. Like I'm not okay. at that stage. I don't think I ever want to be. Okay. I just want. Like my son is getting older, and he wants like I play football and and work ten hours type meals. So I have mm-hmm. to, I got to make that stuff now. All right, fair enough. What's your favorite? <laughs> who, who, Wait who a minute. Is... What, was, what would you bring? Oh, I'm bringing pop. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. See, this is what I always hey, you No, know. I can get, I can get away with that. I'm not expected to bring anything. I'm expected to bring. I'm I'm probably I'm probably my personality is enough. I'm bringing that and some and something to drink. So what's up? I can't bring that. No, because you look like you can cook. I don't. <laughs> y'all gonna let me get away with that? Just bringing pop, or y'all don't gonna send me away? Don't, don't let him get away with that. Child. It, it's all good. All right, I got another question for you. This one might be harder. If you can, if you can, if you could have a conversation with one celebrity and talk about Jesus. What celebrity would you want to have a conversation about Jesus with? Not a not a Christian that you know is already saved and know God. So intentionally someone that you like, I don't know, but it'd be good for, for, for us to talk about it. What celebrity would you pick? Come on. Be, and- I know it was already in my head before you said it. It'll be Beyonce. <laughs> That's a good one. I will talk to her. That's a good one. Cause we need to we need to our, react. We need to know. Our birthdays is like two days apart, and so I would like I would just really kick it with her. Like you know what's going on, big dog. Like <laughs> where you at? You used to keep the gospel track on the DC three albums. Like yeah, yeah. You still fighting temptation or temptation one? What happened? And that's that's who I would talk to. And um, I was like the next person would be a. Uh, I forgot, but yeah, Beyonce would be my first person. Because I've been like thinking about the second person would be Kanye. Just to pick his brain. You know what? Oh man. This this whole conversation could go somewhere different. I know. 
that's that's why I said like I'm a I am No, like, what you don't understand is Kanye to me is is what Michael Jackson is to a lot of people. So um artistically, I really admire Kanye and his and, his and passion should. for following his art and and the things that that's and on his heart. We'll, we'll just say that. Sometimes he don't know how to hold it back, but that will be a good conversation. So, yeah, because I just, I feel like, you know, I would just really talk to him. Like, you didn't did all this stuff, but it seemed like it's just coming from a space of you didn't did some other stuff. But you still ain't did the real thing, which is mm. to, like, repent. It's not. Ah. It's, I don't know. Keep going, though. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. That's that's really it. That's all I would. I don't know. That's the conversation I would have him like. Yeah, and it's wild. The two people that you chose clearly have had a relationship with God at some point. You know, it right. might still be to this day, might not, but they know it's in them, in in both of them. Um, but I love your point of wanting to talk to people who have been exposed to it to just see, okay, like, okay, what are we really doing about this thing? You have a lot of influence. So what's up? Let's talk about this Jesus thing. I love that. That's good. Okay, yeah. Danny. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> I, don't know. I, just, I love that. Okay. It's, it, I don't know. It goes it's on. Good. It's all good. All right, y'all. So I would love to, to go ahead and transition because – I want to hear her story. Um, want to hear your story um, about your testimony. And so, one of the foundations of this whole uh, experience of Spot Rico Blemish is Revelations twelve eleven, where it says they and they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Um, so, can you share with me, Danielle? Uh, what your experience has been like with, um, I guess, Christ and, you know, following him and how it's affect how it's been affected with you being in the church? Um, it all started in the summer of 19. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm not that old, guys. Remember. <laughs> um, so I was I'm a church kid. But I am not a church kid because my parents made me. Um, really, God has been centered around, like, my sisters. So my oldest sister, we're, like, 10 years apart. I would go to church with her, and I just wanted to be like her. So whatever she did, I wanted to do how her hair was, all that stuff. Um, then we moved, and my younger sister, who's two years younger than me, there was a church, like, right up the street from us and she was like damn they got like uh this thing called vacation bible school like you can learn about the word and they feed you and they got games and you could do arts and crafts i was like okay that's cool so um we did that and then i became me and my sisters became members of that church so not my parents um just me and my sisters mm -hmm. um i was there from seven to 17 okay so <laughs> you I've done it all like you name it I've done it alter girls alter boys sometimes because we didn't have enough young boys like at that age that could you know say the different parts uh usher what type of church was this what type of church was this this sounds oh, Baptist. I was yeah I was in Baptist church okay okay that's cool I just want to make sure my radar was still was no, still functioning correctly listen to the right side it was yeah. I'm Baptist 
Okay. By like, I guess, born again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had a, a, I don't know what to call her. I just call her my godmama. We got the same birthdays, and she had gifted me my first Bible, like children's Bible. Um, I got baptized, I think, within the year that I was there, like my first year there. Um, and I did a lot there. I learned a lot about Christ. I learned all your typical like stories, Jonah and you know Moses. So like, <laughs> it also taught me how to read too, like my fluency. That in Harry oh, wow. Potter. I know, you know, start fires and stuff. Literally, no, 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 go but, ahead. I, I won't even jump on that. But, one. Go ahead. Uh, Harry Potter and the Bible taught me how to read or get fluent. Um, so I did a lot in my church. Um, by but the main thing that I did not really get was like spiritual growth. So they were. It was an old school church. Like they were targeting sex, drugs, and alcohol. And at that time, as a teenager, I wasn't dealing with none of that. I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with, you know, guilty, feeling guilty, shame. I was yeah. dealing with uh, trauma that nobody ever addressed. I was dealing with uh, feeling some type of way about my mama. Like <laughs> yeah. I was dealing with a lot of like mental things. And at the time, Everybody just wanted to talk about the big three when it came to a teenager, sex, drugs, and alcohol. Right. So it's like, okay, huh, I'm over this. Like, I'm not struggling with this. I'm struggling with how to maintain my sanity. <laughs> I'm struggling with my grandma just passed away. Like, and I'm I'm probably depressed, <laughs> but you know, we're not talking about this. Okay, so cool. I go to college, I give me a little boyfriend. <laughs> of course, boyfriend. Um, does not believe in God and, you know, he might feel like God exists in some form or whatever. He's the type of just chill dude. I'm chilling. So it's like, I stopped going. And at that point, um, I don't necessarily stop being a member of my first church. Um, I just simply kind of just stopped going. Like my word ain't buying no more. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there for you for message, or I'm going to do that. I'm going to do responsive reading and, like, out the window. All right. So, Danielle, I love your story. I love just hearing from you. You obviously have a lot of energy, and um, that show that says a lot for where you are right now. But I have a question because I ask a lot of people that's on my show, have you ever dealt with any form of, like, church hurt or anything that kind of drove you or made you want to give up on church? And how would you handle that? Yeah, so I visited a friend's church. Um, it was a church that had an afternoon service. I was still a part of the other church that I had recently joined. And I was, you know, I felt like this was a cool place to go. The people was cool. Um, but God was telling me, hey, stop coming here. And I didn't understand at the time because I was able to still go to my church and come here in the evening and afternoon. They had food. Like the people mm-hmm. was cool. It was only like seven, five, ten people. Um, it was, <laughs> one of those it was very, okay. it was a very small church. So they know, um, they know everybody. They know everything that's going right. on. Right. So good and so um, I felt led to sow seed to a guy that was around my age. Um, the pastor and the first lady would usually take him um, home. So I gave the first lady. To see like hey just want to could you because i didn't feel comfortable i didn't want to like 
emasculate him or, you know, just be weird. So I was like, I'm going to just get that to the first lady and she can give that to them when they go home. Um, the pastor came to me and was like, oh, you have a, you have a good heart. You have a heart. And I was, I appreciate it. I said, thank you. You know, glory to God. And he was like, don't say glory to God. That's your heart. That's your heart. And I was like, okay, I found that weird, but awkward, but all right. Yeah. But I, I'll just let it go. So the next Sunday was regular, normal service. Um, he started to say, you know, cut the cameras cause they will record. So I was like, okay, that's weird. You know, why is he trying to, you know, cut the camera or whatever? So then he's like, someone did a very big thing that not even my people who are members would do. And so I'm looking around like, oh, okay, you know, who's that? Who they talking about? I'm like, this, this is getting intense. Like, why we? It's a little bit much. Um, And he's like, this person doesn't even, isn't a member. This person went up to the first lady and my members don't even go up to the first lady and i'm just like okay you know by the time i'm still not figuring out that he's talking about me so i'm looking around and by the time i do figure out that he's talking to me he points to me he looks at me he's like why'd you do it like um because i felt led to like i just wanted to sow a seed but why didn't you give it to a treasurer i was like because y'all take him home no no you're either jezebel or tattletale and I was just like, oh, what? dang, like, I was, so <laughs> after the service, I, you know, obviously anybody would feel any type of way. I pull him to the side. I'm like, uh, hey, you know, can we talk? But he brings his, like, I guess you call them minions, whatever, but the two, like, people that he trusts the most or whatever, along with the first lady. And he's like, you know, I just want to bring them with me just in case you got a knife or something. And I was just like, What? So, um, I just tell him like, well, I apologize. Cause I wasn't trying to offend anybody. I just, yeah. you know, he was like, why didn't you give it to a treasurer? And I was, I didn't, I didn't know the protocol. You, you even like, said, I don't know here. Yeah. I, I just felt like y'all take him home. Like it wasn't no big deal. Um, and he was just like open rebuke causes for open correction and my members have been through, they'll tell you I've corrected them several times. And da, 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 da. and I was just kind of like, okay. So now see, now see, I would have said that's why it's only 10 people in here, but but never mind. No, so that was the whole thing too. Um, so after that, the girl who was my friend who eventually, you know, invited me, she never reached out to me, never was like, hey, you know, we apologize about that happening. Nothing. Yeah. Didn't hear from no member of the church. Nothing. Wow. They just was really on some, hey, if I cut her off, y'all got to cut her off. I didn't call her a Jezebel or Tattletale. And it was really oh. like somebody who called the police first. Because I really felt like <laughs> he was some of the words that he was calling me. And oh, wow. um, it was one of those, if I point something out to you, then everybody's looking at you. And they've already established loyalty with him. So it's not like whatever I would say would change their mind anyway. What mm-hmm. he did a lot was kind of bait his people. That's why I was like a small group. Like he's well known in the city, knows a lot of police officers and judges and yeah. all these things. And he'll, you know, tell them, oh, you got something coming. I got you. Da, 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 da. But it was his way. He would like elevate them. So it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, something's big about to happen for you. You about to be in administration. I'm telling you. 
and then give them an administrative position. As to say, like that he's prophesied over that he heard, heard from God on what right. on, on that already. But he's really right. like pulling the strings. So, but mind you, I didn't see all this until it was like, oh, this is why God was telling me like, hey, and sometimes we get burnt just because we want to mess around and find out and peek around that corner. And it was just like, God had already told me like, hey, stop. This is a no. Um, so, I mean, so, that's that's a good reminder to to listen to God, you know? Oh, yeah. But like, like that whole year was just a lot. So it was just, like I said, I was going through co-parenting things. Um, dealing with my, not my job, because I wasn't working at the time, I was just a full-time master's student, but dealing with stuff with them, where I felt like people just playing me in my face, but I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be a believer, but I'm also telling people about themselves, I'm like, God, how am I supposed to, so it was a bunch of stuff going on in that time, Um, after that, it was breakdowns, different things going on, Um, but it really made it hard to just trust leadership in general yeah. like i already had issues with authority anyway so going through that just showed me like wow people really i feel like i continue to go through that even after that like even with jobs so what made me because i felt like at that moment i was very heavy in my walk so i wasn't necessarily walking away from god at that time that i had you know, that church kind of kicked me out or whatever. It was more so like, I can't make sense of this. Like, I don't know yeah. what's going on. It made me rethink myself. Like, am I a tattletale? Am I just, I'm looking up stuff. I'm feeling some type of way about myself. Like, oh my gosh. And then I'm, you know, God is revealing more and more to me. And I'm realizing like, this man was a narcissist and he was spiritually abusive and he spiritually abused a lot of the people there. And this is what happens when I feel like people like get in charge, they get these, they might have like a small church or whatever, and they feel like, you know, they can control and manipulate the situations. Yeah. So So you had a strong enough relationship with God that you made it through kind of that, that situation. Right. I cause I never I'm not a person that puts like Jesus into my leaders. Like I don't make my leaders Jesus. Good, I don't yeah. worship them. They, you don't raise them too high up when right. you start. You Mind know, you, like a I was not a member of that church. I was just going to that church because my friend invited me, and I thought it was a cool place to go because the mm. members were nice. But the members were all like people who, who would probably just get taken advantage of in those types of situations where people pleasers, people who are like, "Oh yes, we love to serve. We're gonna do whatever," and they're gonna pour their hearts. They're givers. So when you yeah. got like a bunch of givers, people who don't necessarily uh, understand boundaries, they find themselves like in that space. Um, but I did not, after the pandemic, I did not attend a, a church for a while, um, for a long time. I think it wasn't. And this was like just that. your own personal, personal thing, or this was because of incidents? No, I wouldn't say it was just because of the incidents. Like I said, I wasn't a member of the church. I, my faith was strong enough. I was starting to feel religious, though. And that's what made me take a step back. I started to just do things out of duty and not necessarily out from heart. So, mind you, my friend still has her ministry, her Go Deep ministry. And I'm right. still kind of, you know, I would kind of say I was playing. Because at the time, it was like my heart was not 
in it. Like I was doing a lot of things religiously. And um, I was just, then I was on that track to like backsliding because I was feeling like I'm here in this space. Um, I'm doing all these things, but my heart not really in it. I'm not yeah. necessarily changing my belief. I'm not going to a different belief or anything like that. But I'm also not feeling uh, the strength or like the heart to really do this thing from, you know, just from a genuine space. And um, okay. that's what made me like take the take the break. What made me so you cut you cut off for a while. Mm-hmm. What made you come back to church? Because obviously you're at church right now. You're right. serving. You got a lot of things. People love you. I know for a fact that people at your church love you. What made you? You know, I guess give give it another try. Um, for me, I was just failing. I was failing at life. I had a lot of opportunities, blew them because, um. My character wasn't keeping up with my gifts. That's really what was going on. I was doing what I wanted to do, like literally whatever I wanted to do and hanging mm-hmm. out, drinking, whatever, just just club, just not really prioritizing the things that were like put in my hands. So now I'm in a space where like now I want to get better. Now I'm trying to, but now I'm trying to climb out of this myself and nothing that I'm trying to do is working, right? Like America's very big on, hey, pull yourself up by the bootstrap, get yourself going. You can do it. Just take a mindful moment. Just do this. You'll be fine. It's like, no, (laughs) none of that was working for me. I could take the little five minute deep breaths. I could do all of that, but it wasn't until I was just like, okay, God, like I can't keep playing in your face. You're not going to have this obviously because I'm failing at everything. I'm getting sick. Like I'm, I'm, it's just a lot that was just going wrong. And then I'm trying to make sense of it in my mind. On top of that, I'm trying to fix it. And it's like, You're not going to fix what's supposed to fail. (laughs) So for me, it was like, okay, let me turn this around. I went to another um, friend's church, but that church, like it was, he was wearing gaiters. He had the cardies. He had the (laughs) zoot suits. You know, he even asked me like, are you saved? He had me stand up in front of the church and tell how I know that I'm saved. Like that was just (laughs) off the first time, first service there. Yeah. So wow. for me, I was like, no. I also, I'm in the dance community. So somebody posted up a, um, a flyer for the church that I'm in now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I kept saying it. That was probably October. Then it was December. And I finally made that, you know, just made that choice to actually attend. And um, God just kind of just was working on me bit by bit because I was still, you know, still nervous. Like, I don't know, y'all, I've been going through all this stuff. I didn't went through stuff at the job, went through stuff in different churches, went through stuff personally, and now I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling sensitive to anything and everything somebody say, but um, I just felt like it was time for me to, I guess, get myself organized in a way, and I felt like um, being a part of church would help me with that. Like, I know yeah, our I walk is more than just going to a Sunday service, like, most believers should know that it's, you know, reading your word is prayer. And it's not just those two things. I think, like I said, we feel like we on the island. It's also about discipleship. 
are you yeah. not necessarily are you sharing about Jesus, but not just like <laughs> throwing a Bible over somebody's head and like believe or else, but more so like are you being kind? Are you being yeah. are you keeping your word? Are you like taking care of like God's people? Like he would want you to. So Yeah. Reflecting how what Jesus is for you, reflecting that for other people. Yeah. So yeah, now I'm here and I'm leading a small group. Um look at you. Uh in the part of like three different <laughs> teams. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, God, if you grace me, I'll do it. But if you like But the beauty of that is everything that you've been through brought you to where you are now. You got a story to tell and you can help other people. Yeah. And then yeah, I I just thank you so much for, for coming on the show and and just sharing just even just a little bit. If y'all want to hear the rest of her her story. Y'all got to join her small group or something like that. Then Maybe she'll share it in her small group. Maybe. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I appreciate you. Would you mind just closing us out in a, a brief prayer for anybody that's, you know, dealt with anything, hurt, pain, um, that may be thinking about giving up? Yep. Don't mind at all. Let's pray. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for fellowship. Father, I just pray that anybody under the sound of my voice, Lord, that if they're hesitant, Lord, feeling like um, they, they've been through church hurt, feeling like someone is taking advantage of them, Lord, I pray that they will press their way into you. I pray that they will get to know you more. And I pray that they will allow you to lead their footsteps and take them and guide them to where they should be, where they need to be. Allow them to mm-hmm. find a church home. Allow them to find a group of believers, Lord, that truly love you and truly love them. Lord, I'm asking that you will cover them. Um, I'm asking that you will grace them, Father. And I just thank you for uh, the Spot Wrinkle Blemish podcast. I thank you for our sins. I, I thank you that we have a space, Lord, where people can share their testimonies and feel heard, feel seen, and feel like they are a part of something bigger than just themselves, Lord, which is you. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, everybody out there in podcast land, thank you for checking out this latest episode. We got one more episode for the season that's coming after this episode. So make sure that you guys lock in, tune in. If y'all missed, we got other episodes, but this has been another great episode. Thank you, Danielle, again for joining us. Thank you. Spot Rick and Blimmer. Until next time, check out SpotRicoBlemish.com for music, podcasts, and more. Y'all have a great evening.